Hello everyone. Well, welcome back to Dr. In Autism series. Today I'm joined with Sophie and Billy. And Sophie and Billy have already been on the series already, but I thought it'd be nice to do one all together because Sophie and Billy knew each other before, well, I knew them. <laughs> um, but but yeah, it, it's, it's going to be nice to speak to you both again. And, and yeah, so thank you both for, for coming on again. It's going to be good fun. Um, yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna go like ask you guys to introduce yourself. I'll start I'll start with Sophie as you're just first on my screen. Okay. Um, hello, I'm Sophie. Um since the last time you saw me, I am no longer in college. Um <laughs> I'm I'm on a gap year to do some more acting training and I am a full time bubble tea barista at the moment. Awesome. Because yeah, it does feel like a while since we all last spoke. It does. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's good that you've, uh, you're having a little break. Um, it's needed. Yeah. We only breaks every once in a while, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Billy, um, welcome again. Hello. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, so yeah, hi, I'm Billy. Um, uh, what am I currently doing? Oh, geez. Uh, I'm currently working at an SEND school, um, for children with autism. And alongside that, I'm always pushing my acting career been a bit quiet on some of the platforms that I'm usually focused on lately just because my career has become very hectic <laughs> so yeah if anyone follows me on TikTok it's bluebox97 so hello yeah well we I remember like before um we spoke about like your name like bluebox because you liked the TARDIS I think it was wasn't it yeah yeah um since I was like 12 I've probably had a variation of blue box as a username for anything that I've been on um yeah it's just always stuck with me just because it's my favorite show and it makes sense yeah yeah it's like Doctor Who is um it's, it's, it's a really good show isn't it like just to just to speak about I guess mm -hmm. um but um I suppose um like like with um like with autism for example it like it it's it, it's really good when it like um you find quite a lot of people who have autism or don't that that like a show mm -hmm. how do you think yeah no definitely um i agree definitely something good to talk about that's why we're all here to be honest right now <laughs> so it's what's brought us together um and definitely um a lot of people who do have autism hyper focus on certain things and doctor who is an amazing thing to hyper focus on as a person with adhd it's one of the things that i definitely hyper focus on myself yeah, so it's all great fun because there's no, there's no hate. Well, in the show, I don't know about oh, yeah. around it. <laughs> but yeah, the show really preaches a really positive message, I think, and is something to fall in love with. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's it's a show that you probably will never get bored of. No, it keeps reinventing itself, which is the beautiful thing about it. Yeah, yeah. So, are are you guys looking forward? to um the last episode of Jodie's um I am and I ain't for for various reasons I'm looking forward to it for this I'm looking forward to it for the same reason I'm not looking forward to it I think Jodie Whitaker as an actor as the doctor has she, she's really found herself the more the role's gone along I think uh, same with a lot of doctors it happens but I feel like the writing's letting her down a little bit but her as an actress She's really starting to shine for the Doctor for me. And I worry this last episode is really going to make me fall in love with her. And that's the hardest thing in, in the world because it's the episode she's leaving. Yeah. I agree. I actually didn't until quite recently watch most of Jodie's episodes because from what I heard, they weren't like the best. Um, mm. I did watch them and I did like them and I love Jodie. But similar to Billy, I don't, I don't love her enough yet and I'm scared that this episode is going to make me really attached to her, and then she's gone. Yeah. Like, would you rather, um, or you may not be bothered. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, you might be bothered, you might not be bothered. Like, would, would you rather, if you had to leave in speech, would you rather that be short or, or long, or, or are you just, you don't, it doesn't matter? <laughs> Um, I, I think she deserves a good one. 
seeing how this writing has done her dirty mm. I think that the writing of a nice speech is what she deserves yeah. yeah, and she's um, a very good actor, and she could definitely come into her own with that, and that would make me cry. That would make me fall in love with her. Definitely, definitely. I think I think with Doctor Who at the moment, like whereas in the past I'm used to seeing really strong dramatic monologues, I can't personally think of a moment I've seen a strong speech from Jodie. I don't think she's been given one. And again, it's not her fault, but I would like to see it, and I think it will happen. Because Chibnall, I think he relies on a formula of the older things that he's seen that's successful. So I think there will be a very dramatic speech delivered from her. And, and I'm excited to see it. Yeah, me too. I've got on my on my home screen, I've got like a quote that changes every hour from oh. a different part of Doctor Who. And oh, wow. I've got no Jodie ones on there. So we need one to add. Well, that's, mm. pretty, that's quite cool that it does that. <laughs> I spent so much time on that. You've got no idea. How, 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 what did you have some like a setting on it where it just changes? Yeah, so I, I have an iPhone, so I use Widget Smith. Um, and I went on there and it's a large widget that changes every hour. I had to like, you probably can't see very well, but it's got like a oh, clock yeah. on it. Oh, yeah. Wow. And I had to put one on every hour. So I had to think of them, I had to write them down, I had to make sure I wasn't repeating, I had to pick strategically what went for which hour. So, like, if I woke up in the morning, I saw like a nice inspirational one, like, I don't know, run fast, laugh hard, be kind. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was, it was an interesting project that took me a very long time. It was really cool. Yeah. It, 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 that's quite cool, that is. Um, but yeah, I agree that we do need some sort of quote or some sort of something from Jody because, like, um, you don't re- like as far as I know, maybe her first episode, but where, where she was speaking to her companions, you may relate that, but it's it's not one you're going to remember, is it? Um, I don't remember it. Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I, I hope so. Um, maybe um, maybe something more um, towards the lines. Of um, maybe Peter Capaldi, not not the same, of course, but like he he did quite long speeches, didn't he? Um, when he was Doctor, um, so it, it's gonna be interesting. But I, I hope she just gets yeah a good send off. It was yeah. it was definitely um it was definitely a trope of Moffat's to write some long powerful speeches, especially with Matt Smith. I, I often like to think of Matt Smith as like a the Doctor and monologue king because. His general acting was was nice, but I feel like in his monologues he really, really shines. Yeah, and always really powerful, opposed to like his general acting, which is a bit goofy, which suits him. This this character, but when he has like a serious monologue, I always think it's really beautiful. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I liked Matt Smith when when he did all the his like speeches. Um, they they were quite long too, and um, I think every doctor. Bar and Jody yet, um, have done a, a good speech in, in, in their time. Like you've got the Ninth Doctor, and like you could count that as a Dalek speech at the end. But mm-hmm. even though he did have a few good ones, um, the Tenth Doctor had um, had he he had good quotes in there in there um, mm-hmm. during his time. Uh, it's just his his last word was "I don't want to go," so it's quite simple for him to remember. <laughs> um, Probably one of the shortest kind of lines you're gonna say, um, but um, short but powerful. Yeah, very powerful. Like it, it's just the facial expressions, isn't it? Like what gets you? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, because like if you're saying that about Matt, he looks into the camera when he's saying goodbye. Yeah. Oh, that makes me cry. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Miss him. Bring him back. Yeah, and then. Pick a like, like, I let you go, <laughs> isn't he? Um, during this speech, yeah, they've all had some really lovely um end moments, especially in their regenerations. Yeah, I, I enjoy it when it's a regeneration episode, even if I like the doctor, I like every doctor, but you know, if you're not as attached, it maybe like, like for Jodie, not as attached to her, like doctor. Um, but still looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because each, each person who loves the show will have a, a character that you probably relate to, I guess. 
um, and the maybe mannerisms they do and mm -hmm. stuff that like they do, um, and that's the the thing about the show. Like you, you you relate to them. It may not even be the main character. It may just be maybe a companion or yeah. Or I think something. I think that's definitely the beautiful thing about it. There are so many characters, and I think anyone from any walk of life can relate to. And I think as we're going further um, in our generation, a lot there's a lot more representation for a lot of different communities now, which is beautiful to see. Because this show essentially does serve as an amazing escapism for a lot of people. And I think as the years are going on, that's only going to boost more and more because of the representation that's coming in from other communities. Yeah, definitely. That's what I was banging on about in our last podcast. I said representation yeah. every five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like there's so much they're doing now, um, like they they've done um, lots, and they're starting to bring new ones in as well, which which is good. Um, and even though like autism and ADHD is really represented in Doctor Who, not because there there's no characters in there, we we don't know, but it, it's nice when you see other communities get an involvement in it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Um, and it's quite cool because I, when they bring new ones in, we're, we're, we're not always going to be aware where it is. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's the good thing about it. Um, like you've got um, transgender now, now coming into Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, um, I'm not sure if it has before. Uh, I don't think so. Um, not as much as I know, but it's good they're doing that. Like with, with Russell doing that, um, with... Um, Yes, yes, been funny, isn't it? Um, yeah, coming in for the 60th. Um, it's, it's definitely something I'm excited for because I think uh, that there's a lot of fans of, of the concept of um, the doctor and Yaz, but when, whenever I watch it, I feel like it falls short sometimes. And I think the reason behind that is, is because these lines are being written by someone who's not within that community, so yeah. I don't think they fully understand the dynamic. It's written by a straight white bloke. But thankfully, the new writer we're getting will understand a lot of these things. Maybe that's why I don't like it. I think Billy's just okay. cracked the code. <laughs> I think that's yeah. why I don't like it, because it just feels so like it, forced and fake. Yeah, it feels so disingenuous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're breaking through today. <laughs> that That's it, because before we started, when we were kind of speaking about that, won't we Sophie, about, like, um, about Yaz and the Doctor? about how it feels like mm. like you're saying billy um it's it's not like as we know it feels rushed but it doesn't feel right like how yeah. it's done it, it it doesn't feel it's been done at its it's best like, um, it's like with other things as well like he he writes about a lot of things he doesn't necessarily understand it's like ryan being dyspraxic my friend who has dyspraxia watched this um the season of doctor who and he personally felt like this was just a really over-stereotypical example of what dyspraxia is. Oh, really? Yeah. And so he, he just couldn't personally relate to it because he was watching it and he was just seeing a character, yeah, I can't ride a bike and I, I, I can't ride a bike and I can't climb a ladder. And that, that, that's just kind of rude to hear because if anything, it makes people within that community feel like, yeah, we can't do those things. Yeah. But I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. That's something I've asked quite a lot of the time during doing this series because some people have come on to speak about autism learning that they have some people have ha, ha, come on here who have dyspraxia too uh, and I've asked them that pure question like how do you feel about like the, the dyspraxia storyline because like one it's rushed one even I didn't know what it was to strike straight away um and and people on here like they'll say tell me what it is and some people are okay with it but some people do get offended by it yeah, um, I, think, I think what offends me more than anything is that the character Ryan didn't really have any substance to him. It was just, okay, I'm a dyspraxic character. That was kind of it. Yeah. 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 And then, and then, and then when he leaves, he rides a bike. But it's not just about riding a bike, is it? Like the, the, that. It, there's so much more into it. What they what could have been done but they have to be really careful don't they when they do a story like like, like that about um a topic that can be personal to people 
Yeah, I I mean, I don't know about Tosin Cole enough to say whether he is dyspraxic or not. Do we know if he is? Oh, don't know, actually. Because if he's not, then he probably wasn't the best choice for that character. Hmm. In terms yeah. of, or if we, if he wasn't dyspraxic, someone dyspraxic or has, or has experienced like, or knows someone with dyspraxia should have been collaborating with what was going on because if if Billy like you said your friend found it very disingenuous and rude that's not what the show's setting out to do like we said it's escapism people can relate and if you're making a cardboard character that's not relatable and on top of that you're like offending a group of people because you're not representing Mm -hmm. them properly that that's where the issue lies I've just done a really quick google search um the actor himself is not dyspraxic okay which upsets me a little bit because there are agencies that exist in our industry yeah. that represent people um, who have this neurodivergency or have other impairments, like not even things like dyspraxia, like physical impairments too. There are many agencies out there that represent these things. So it does upset me to see that they've just jumped to someone who they might think is more capable, which is kind of rude. Agreed completely. It's this isn't this is slightly off topic, but um, with the Wicked movie that's coming out, mm. they were doing a casting for Nessa Rose, whose character that's in a wheelchair, yeah. and they've said that it's not like you don't have to be in a wheelchair, and it's kind of just like there are there are not many roles, unfortunately, for people that are wheelchair bound. Just let yeah. them have it. You know what I mean? Like it could be a great opportunity for someone whose talents may not be showcased. Yeah, makes yeah. me angry. Yeah, it's, that it is upsetting about like finding out that the actor is not disrupted himself because like how are you going to do something? And how, it, 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 what interests me is where did that storyline come from? Mm. Um, like why have they chosen dyspraxia to do a storyline? Um, like is it because well, they didn't do it well, did they? It didn't last, really. No, I actually forgot Ryan was dyspraxic until you lot just reminded me. From, from what I understand, and this is the reason why Russell has announced that the BBC are giving him full creative rights, from what I understand, it isn't fully Chibnall's fault. I feel like the BBC's creative team handed Chibnall a, a set of boxes that he needed to tick for the show. That's true. To try and seem politically correct whereas with Russell he's taken initiative to say no my company's going to fully have creative control and we're going to fund it in different ways so we don't have to rely on solely the BBC's creative team yeah that's good like Mm -hmm. the thing is I don't want to slate Tosin Cole for not being dyspraxic that's not his fault he was cast because he's a good actor and I don't want to I don't want it to come across that we're saying that it's just someone definitely needed to be involved in the creative decisions to make it genuine it's definitely not me saying I don't I don't think people shouldn't play these roles if they're offered the part yeah it's more the fact of please also offer this role to people that have like real life experience don't just box it to a certain set of people yeah, yeah, or do your research and get them to do their research so that exactly. this does not become an issue. Yeah. Exactly. This is why I, I love Russell, because I can tell in, in this new season he's going to have a trans storyline. So he's employed someone who has that experience. Yes. And I know from a fact from interviews I've seen, he takes all of his performers' like feedback on board. It's like I was watching... When, when um, Bernard Cribbins recently died, I watched an interview about him and how he was giving ideas to Russell, and Russell just said, yeah, okay, that sounds brilliant, let's put it in. So it's, it's, it's amazing to hear that a writer who's in charge of such a big show is listening to these actors because they think it'll be a good idea, and it is. Because sometimes a performer can see things that the director can't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're definitely what I learned from my two years in drama college. <laughs> um, is that it's, it's better when you, like, put a piece of work together when there's give and take with the directors and the performers. It's like... If you listen to everything the director says, it's going to be rubbish. Yeah. It's that simple. Like there has to, because every actor is different, there has to be some form of give or take. Yeah. Definitely. And like, I, I, I'm also one for saying like, it's better if an, if an actor, if a storyline's about a certain topic, like dyspraxia, like autism, that the actors should be like a bit 
have it themselves. And if they don't, like, look, 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 like you guys are saying, like, have knowledge on it. Like, like, which is not the actor's fault because if they get, if, if they are not told to have knowledge about it, I guess they're not going to do it. It's, it. it's all about like the people who are doing it and like saying, yeah. we're going to do this now. And we, but as a performer, I think it is always important to make sure you're doing your character research, make sure you understand these topics that you're dealing with. Definitely. Don't just go in and read a brief description of it and wing it. You, you need to really like push yourselves into things. With characters I've had in the past, I've, I've done so much character research. I'm still researching the characters after I played them because I just want to make sure that I did it justice. Yeah, I had that recently. I did my I did the Laramie project at college and it was a four week rehearsal process. And the first week was literally just spent watching videos, watching interviews, like reading the play, doing research into it, like these real people in this situation, because that's who we were playing. Yeah. And it was really important to do that, to then do those characters justice on stage, as opposed to being like, oh, there was a murder in this town, let's be sad about it. Like, it's so much more than that. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much. The thing about acting, it's nice because you, like, like I think the good thing about it, isn't it, that you don't you don't have to be yourself for like everyday life. That you can just be someone else that that, that you can be. Um, um and like like speaking about like Brian Cribbins passing away, I, like I I read something that, that John Sims said like that he, he he didn't like that he he would have to be mean to him. Because, I I saw that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he he didn't like he didn't like that it was mean to him because. It, it was he was one of the best and of course like the end of time and he the master and then you got Bernard Cribbins and like I, I guess David Tennant didn't like what he had to do as well like like but kind of blaming Wilfred like in the box well and and that's what and that was the cause of kind of his regeneration wasn't it like from mm. the from the energy helping yeah. Wilfred get out of the box to make him re- regenerate and I think when Wilfred said goodbye, he, he kind of discovered that um, himself. But but yeah, it is that that is quite sad that um, uh, as an actor, you can't help those things that you you got to do. <laughs> yeah, it's what is. I'm 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 really excited to see the role he plays in the next series. Like because it'll be his last uh, performance as well. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be interesting. The sad sad things I really hope Russell doesn't like kill the character off too. No, be, that will hit people really, really hard. I will never emotionally recover from that. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I Stop. can't. I can't. Like I've never been really sad about an actor like before. Like mm. like like really connected to an actor, you know. And like like Bernard Cribbins did did hit me because. I woke up and that 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 day, and then you see on like people send it to me as well. Uh, so I don't even have to look on the news. You know, people send it to you saying he's gone, and like I did think he had a few more years left. I, he didn't look that like ninety three, did he? Like um, um, Bernard Cribbins. Um, the the thing is that when I saw him in interviews um, prior to him being in Doctor Who, I thought he was looking really good for his age. But then when they showed they showed like shots of him behind the scenes doing Doctor Who, he looked uh, ill. He yeah, he he didn't look too well. No disrespect to him. God, no. God, bless, like, God bless him, rest his soul. Um, but at the same time, in my head I was wondering, oh, is this the character he's playing? Is the character unwell? But but now it's clear to me that no, he probably wasn't doing too well at the time. Yeah, yeah, was, I think it was in his 80s when he was in series four, I think. Mm. Um, he would have been in his mm. 80s, like 70 days. Um, but I was shocked that he was involved in the 60th, you know, because like, 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 no disrespect to him, but it was quite like old to, to, to come back to be in Doctor Who, even if it was for a brief appearance, like, because it is, yeah. I imagine it is tiring, like, um, yeah, definitely. Um, I know he really had a love for Doctor Who, though, so I imagine. Even if he wasn't doing other acting work, he probably jumped at the chance. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yes. I'm I'm excited, but like like you say, um, I I just hope it. We we see. I imagine that 
I hope that it's not just going to be in one episode with Sam. I hope that they, the, the little bits they've done were in a few of the, the specials that they're doing with David Tennant and Catherine Tate. Um, if it's, I saw, like, if it's Wilfred back in the TARDIS, so that'd be great. <laughs> um, you remember, the, remember the last time he was in there saying it, it weren't clean? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that was funny. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it just makes you more excited in a way. But as well, sad knowing that when we see that on Teddy, it, it's it's gonna be sad. But at the same time, I'm really happy he got to do it. Me too. Yeah, because the dude was 93, and that's such a great age to live to. And if you can go out with a bang, if you can. Oh yeah, legend, absolute legend. Yeah, yeah, he is, and he is. Even though he wasn't in a lot of episodes, it felt like he was in more than he was. Oh yeah, definitely. The the fan base. Oh yeah, he's a very impactful character. Yeah, they they certainly have a love for him. Like it's almost like he's a main companion. How much he's loved by the fans. Yeah, like he he kind of was, wasn't he? Because he did go like prior to that. At the end of time, he he was. In a, just the odd episode, saying the odd words, and he's a very good actor as well. Yeah, it, it's crazy to think about because when I was younger, I had um I had the, the Peter Cushion Doctor Who DVD, and I never noticed he was in it until recently. Oh, <laughs> he, he plays he plays one of the characters in in the old Doctor Who um movie with Peter Cushion. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. you were the only one that didn't know that. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, oh well. Yeah. I know it now. Yeah. You know now. That's the main thing. Yeah. It's better that you know now than no. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, Wilfred is it like like we were talking about characters that you're gonna remember for a long time. Wilfred's gonna be one of them. Like when we possibly get the 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 twenty third Doctor or something, you're still gonna remember Wilfred. <laughs> Me, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, Billy, yeah. is it? <laughs> yeah, no, but but yeah, no, I, I fully agree. Yeah, yeah, um, but like, I just hope we get more iconic characters that we remember, like in in the next series. Like, um, I think it would be nice just to to go forward now after the sixtieth, go go forward and bringing in companions, actors that. I could be remembered like like you have done in the past. I think. Because that would be a... Uh, it would be good. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what do you think of Bradley Walsh, guys? Because <laughs> he's a granddad too. Just in general or like... <laughs> I suppose what? you can in general, but like as his character, it's like Graham or yeah, yeah, and Graham, yeah. I think he's brilliant. I love him. He yeah. he was the highlight for me because I I didn't massively enjoy what I saw of Jodie's like series with him in it, but he was the highlight for me, Mister Soft yeah. Shoe Shuffle or whatever that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he is definitely a, he's a naturally charming person. He is, and that always he's why really I watch shows... the chase. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it yeah. always shows in the characters he plays, but at the same time, it's sad because I'm watching Doctor Who. I should be focusing more on the Doctor than fully on her companions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had that issue. I was I was waiting for like someone else to come on screen. Yeah. Do you you remember when he got like well when they put that episode the future of of the Judoom where that they thought he was a Doctor, and I actually thought that too because he gives me. Of a vibe, like you could, he could be the doctor too. Yeah, oh, he'd be a brilliant doctor. Yeah, he'd make a good doctor. Yeah. Ah, oh. I think he's. I think I've heard that he might make an appearance in the sixtieth. I'm. I'm not sure if I. If you can comment me for that. No, sorry, not the sixtieth. The, um, Jodie's last yeah. episode, the centenary yeah, special. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he'll because unit is a thing on the sixtieth. I think maybe they'll bring. Maybe they work for unit possibly or something. I think um, it would make sense because she gave them the psychic paper and, and they said they were going to try and defend Earth like from their own backyard. Yeah. yeah. And every time that's happened in the show, 
characters leaving to go defend Earth, they've ended up either part of Torchwood or part of Unit. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's going to be interesting. And like, I think we can see, like, I, I, as we saw in the like the next time trailer for the last episode, like amount of characters that we saw in, in that trailer, I think there's going to be more. But I, I just like it, it's good that it's an hour and a half, but more like a movie, isn't it? Um, like the last episode, but I just want it to be um worth worthwhile, worth the wait that we've we've waited for. I'm worried it it might be a bit too fan servicey in parts mm. in terms of like them bringing certain characters yeah. back. It will be good, I'm sure. I but think, yeah. yeah, no, I I agree. I think that's a problem with Chibnall's run as well. It's like a lot of these old aliens he's brought back and he's tried to make them look like the classic series. Like he it feels like he's run out of ideas and he's struggling, so he's just pushing fan service to try and make people happy. Definitely. Yeah, and, and it just doesn't work. It doesn't no. work. It doesn't, does it? Because like Kate Stewart coming back, and the, and the episodes that she was in was kind of a waste of time. Yeah, it, it felt it? a bit pointless to shove her in. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Because I've said before, like it, I know Unit's different now. Like she's got demote and stuff like that. But um, well, she was more in charge with with, with, with like Matt and Peter. Mm-hmm. Well, they were there. It just seems, well, why is she in it if she's, she's her attitudes changed as well. Like her whole kind of character within Jodie's series. Um, but but yeah, they they have brought in a few pointless characters, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting. See, again, I just feel like it's tropes stolen from previous seasons. He's bringing in old companions. Russell did that with Sarah Jane. It's just yeah. It's just, I feel like he heavily relies on when Doctor Who was successful instead of trying to make it successful in his own right. Yeah. that's The thing is, though, I'd love to be proven wrong and I'd love to absolutely, like, love the pants off this episode. Yeah. But I, I don't know if it's going to happen. See, I, I'm hoping for it. I was really hoping for that when they did the Sea Demon episode because, like, oh, I love this classic monster. I'm really excited for it. The episode felt rushed. Jodie saved the day by pulling out her magic wand. <laughs> And that's how it feels like a lot of her episodes have gone. Yeah. There's, there's been such a massive build-up for, like, this, this risk of, of bad things, and then it's just fixed like that. Like, this, this seems like it's just so undone so quickly in these episodes, but there's such a massive build-up to it. Yeah, yeah, and they're long as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, the, the regeneration could have been done a year ago. Okay. <laughs> um, like, well, like, they took like it took like a year break, I think, once between seasons. Hmm. So if they like did it how the other previous showrunners were doing, and Jodie probably would have regenerated a long time ago. Yeah, because she's been the like the longest, hasn't she? Run Doctor. Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem it though, does it? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm sure David Tennant within New Who has had the most. Yeah, um, probably episodes. Um, because you had 20 in series four, mm. and yeah, it just seems like I think he was, yeah, and then it was Tom Baker in Classic. Who, yeah, Tom Baker's yeah. definitely one of the other longest running, definitely. Yeah, he, he, did, he did quite a lot of series, didn't he? Yeah, I think um I think the biggest story I have for this upcoming oh, episode as well is the fact that um there hasn't really been any advertising. Oh, for I it. said that ages ago. It's my internet just not having it. Oh, hello. Hello. Is everything okay? You guys? Sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm having internet issues. Can you hear me? Can you see me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. And see you. <laughs> okay, sorry. Continue. What what are you saying, Billy? Oh no, I was I was just saying um that feels like there's been no advertising for this episode from um Chipton's team. Like yeah. we haven't seen anything on the social media. Um and Russell, he's been trying to push the next season, which it's his job, he's gonna. But at the same time, I'd like to see some marketing for this upcoming episode. All we've had really is a trailer. 
yeah and no one's talking about it because of the fact that there's no advertising for it they're all just it seems like people are just waiting for jody to get out the door yeah which kind of sucks yes it's disappointing yeah because like if like if we don't get one in september then i'll be surprised um i would really because you kind of, it, it, I imagine the episode's going out in October. Um, yeah, it's meant to be around the time because Centenary Special is, is that because it's celebrating 100 years of the BBC. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it's going to be interesting, you know, like, um, it's going to be interesting how many people watch it as well. <laughs> um, some people might um, just skip to the end. Might they? It's just a regeneration. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Looking forward to when David Tennant just pops out and starts yeah. saying what in confusion. Yeah, I can, <laughs> I can imagine that. <laughs> yeah. Then again, I shouldn't say that. People have different theories on why pictures of David Tennant are going around. Yeah. No, very true. Very true. Yeah. Even though I'm pretty sure I, I'm, I'm eighty percent sure I know what's gonna happen. What? Well, what what do you think is going to happen, Billy? I I think that Jodie's going to regenerate into David Tennant. A lot of people think that this Tennant might be from an alternate timeline or something like that. That doesn't doesn't really make sense to me. Um, it, the, the reason I believe it's going to follow on from Jodie is because he has Jodie's TARDIS exterior, and I feel like he doesn't hasn't had time to fix the TARDIS. Yeah. It, it just makes a lot of sense. I feel like it's going to be a, de- a regeneration story where he's really confused and he has some moral conflict where he needs to fix certain things from his past before he can move on. Ah. And I think I think he I think the 60th anniversary is going to span over more than one special. I think there's going to be like three or four. Yeah. And I think two will be date with David Tennant, and then I think he's going to regenerate into Shooty Gatwa. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's my personal opinion. Obviously, it's nothing set in stone, but we'll see what happens. But so you, that you, makes sense. So you think it's going to be the tenth Doctor? Like we'll be back to the tenth Doctor when the regeneration happens into David Tennant. Yeah, um, I, 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 well, I think it's going to be David Tennant's Doctor, definitely. I, I won't, I won't say you could call him the tenth Doctor though. Like no. he'll be the next Doctor in the run, but it'll be that Doctor's personality that's held on because there's some moral dilemma going on inside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, that it just does make sense, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Um, I think it'll be some weird wibbly-wobbly story where maybe that consciousness is still connected to Donna because of the meta-crisis and he needs to go and actually fix it before he can move on. I don't know. Ah, why are you so smart? Why are all these people coming up with theories so smart? I, I'm just spitballing complete nonsense, to be honest. Yeah. No, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what my theory was, it was a very similar to yours, Billy. Um, I was just in, like, that David Tennant will regenerate, um, like, or, or degenerate, uh, like, from, from, from Jodie, and then and then um, try like a bit like you're saying, like trying to figure out who Doctor is and, and, and like what's going on. And then I don't, I don't think that we may not see. Depending if they do more specials with other Doctors. So for example, if Matt was coming or Peter was coming or whoever else, yeah, <laughs> what was coming. I'm going to be dead honest, and I hate to say it, because I really, really want it. I don't think any other Doctors are going to be involved in the 60th. What do you think? I don't either. Mm. The only reason I think they might be is because the person directing it has been posting pictures of her hanging out with Peter Capaldi, and that's the only thing that I can think of as to why they might be involved. But I think this story is solely going to focus on David Tennant and Catherine Tate because it's something the fans are really familiar with when they love the show so much and it's going to be a way to draw them back in before we can move into something new and brilliant yeah, yeah. even my mum was excited like she doesn't really watch Doctor Who but yeah. her, her favourite episode is the fires of Pompeii because she loves uh-huh. Catherine Tate so she, she'll probably watch this um, so it's, if, you're, if your theory there is correct it's definitely doing its job 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because like like you say, like if if David Tennant's back, lots of people are gonna watch it. Um, that that is the reality of it. People love David Tennant. I love David Tennant. Yeah. So much. Like yeah. so much. Yeah, like if you see how many shares when David Tennant and Kevin Tate were announced to like maybe Jody, mm. Jody like tr- leaving trailer. Um you've got so many more. And it, it's not like a number game or anything. It's just like you know. David Tennant, when his time was a doctor, it, it was good. It, it's not like it's bad now, but it was better. Like the writing was better and everything about it was better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and if David Tennant's there, people are going to watch it. Um, and although David Tennant loves the show himself, but he, like, it would get the viewers up. It's what they need. Like, if I say, if we're continuing with the views we got with Jody. You kind of fear for the show already, don't you? Like, definitely. It, it will become a point where it's not financially viable for any company to pick it up. Definitely. So definitely. they do need to get their, their numbers yeah. up. And it's, it's working because when it was announced, it came up as news on my Alexa. So that must be big news, right? Definitely. Yeah. If it's on your yeah. Alexa. Yeah. Yeah, my Alexa <laughs> with the screen. I, I didn't know. I found out from my Alexa. I sort of looked at it like what <laughs> so it's doing its job yeah you, you, you know when shooty gatwell was announced um I, it come pings up on my phone and i clicked it i didn't think it was real at first because i i clicked it and it said something's gone wrong and i was thinking wait what <laughs> is this like the bbc doctor who tricking us or something because you do you remember like i think it might have been like late last year where all Doctor Who social media channels went down for some bizarre reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But yeah, yeah it's it um, quite funny. That's definitely one thing. To be fair, it's the only thing I'm annoyed at Russell about so far is the fact that they just announced it on Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah. Every other Doctor, they had like some big TV announcement. And I thought this was like so brushed off. Mm. Yeah, this is the thing. Like, I found out I was on my phone. My boyfriend was here and we were just scrolling and it came up and it was such a casual sort of like click as opposed to, oh my God, oh my God, the new doctor. Oh, he just went, oh, this is the wash your hands guy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's the wash your hands guy. You know what I said? I was like, Eric. I don't even watch sex education and I don't think my boyfriend does either, but that's that's how I knew him as well. He's quite popular. Um, my, my wife watches sex education. And when I was when I scrolled through and I saw it, the first one I, I said it out loud, I said, Who is that? And it's just <laughs> like, oh, that's such and such from sex education. I was like, oh, okay, that's great. And then I just went online and like avidly searched for like things he's been in. I did like, that, yeah. Just to get just to get a feel of him. I think he's gonna be great. Oh, yeah, I have complete faith. He's yeah. a very young energy, and I think he's going to have a lot to bring to the role. I, I hate when people compare the, that role to him playing in Doctor Who. He's not going to act the same way as he did in that role in this role. It's the point of being an actor. Every character is different. Exactly. But some people see it and they go, oh, it's the guy from Sex Education. I don't want him acting like that in Doctor Who. And I think, well, you don't know how he's going to act yet. Yeah, like, like from, from seeing him in Sex Education... Like, like, like with every actor, you, you can tell like, like they're gonna be funny. That 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 they can be dark. And yeah. what, I, what I've seen with Shooty Can, he he plays both of those parts. I could see him being a really dark doctor, and uh, and on the other hand, a really funny doctor. But it's just depending what they want him to do. Like, um, I'm just excited to see his outfit. To be honest, yes, he said that he will have some sort of say in his outfit. And judging by like the fashion I've seen from him, like. Yes. It's going to be something extravagant. I'm excited. I want like Colin Baker colours. I think it is going to be. I want foolishness. That's what I want. Yeah. I agree. I think it's going to be really colourful. I think. Um, But the the good thing is, like, which it's been a downfall really for Jodie because, like, normally when you're, like, especially in Nuho, for example, barring Ninth Doctor, like, like each doctor's kind of had a variety of different clothes. Like ten had about two, and I think Peter did as well. 
Um, yeah. And then Matt, Matt did as well. So it's it very nice just to see with Shooty. Uh, 13 had a, like maybe a darker coat during Fluck a little bit, but it's hard to notice <laughs> sometimes. She had a different top as well, didn't yeah. she? It was like purple yeah. or something. Yeah. Like it, it's nice when they change clothes or like they have things for set episodes. Um, but yeah, I'm really intrigued. Um, so I, as well, see what his Sonic looks like. The thing as well with people being like, oh, I don't want him to act like that in Doctor Who. Well, let's take everyone's fave David Tennant as an example. Didn't David Tennant play like a serial killer in something? Yeah. So I watched David Tennant play a sex offender in the bill. So that definitely you can't be comparing characters. <laughs> don't don't say that about my David Tennant. <laughs> it, it, made me see him, it made me look at him in a different light, but I try not to think about it. Don't watch the bill. Noted. And Kilgrave, remember? You're controlling everyone. Like in Yeah, he played Kilgrave. Oh god, yeah. So yeah, like range. Range. Definitely. Yeah. And then you got you got you it, yeah, like they're definitely not gonna be the same. Like I'm sure in other shows he's 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 used his Scottish accent, David Tennant as well. So he's that's the, that's a different part. Um like they didn't do that with Peter. Um, yeah. Um, like they he they let him keep his um, Scottish accent, didn't they? Um, I think it depends how confident someone is. It, like that might have been a suggestion of his not to use a Scottish accent. I, I'm, I'm not, not sure. Yeah, maybe. 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 Yeah. maybe. I know some of the Doctor actors can do really good other accents. Like Matt Smith, I've seen him in things, and he does a really beautiful mm. American accent. He does. Hmm. And Jodie can do a really good standard English as well. Mm. So, like, she didn't have to be from Huddersfield or wherever. Sheffield. Yeah. But she is from Huddersfield. Sheffield, yeah. yeah, like, M- Matt Smith can play a good villain as well. Um, yeah. He's oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and I-, I think I-, I can see Peter Capaldi doing that as well. Um, like... I've, I've always had a bit of a like fan cast idea. If they ever did like a live action Hunchback of Notre Dame, I'd love to see him play um, Frollo. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't know oh. why. I just think it would look really good. Oh, God. No, it would. That'd oh, my good. God. Stop. That, 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 that would be awesome. I um, love the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it, it's just nice. Isn't it like seeing other actors? But yours, you're you're always gonna pitch them if they've been a doctor or a, per, a character in Doctor Who. You're always gonna pitch them as that in another program. Well, kind of when you see him a little bit. That is a toxic trait of mine. Whenever I see David Tennant, I go, yeah. "Look, it's the tenth Doctor," it is and then hard. he's like murdering people, and that's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hard not to fan like not, not typecast people. When they've been in such like prominent roles, it's like Daniel Radcliffe. He's gonna have Harry Potter living with him to the day he dies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Well, it'd be nice maybe uh, in Doctor Who if a Doctor turned bad or something. Something happened to the Doctor where they turned bad for like an episode or something, and that could be part of the storyline. <laughs> I'm waiting for like a good Valyard storyline where we see an evil Doctor. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We need more time, Lord Sammy. Like, just yeah. a, a set from the master. Have a break from the master for a little bit, maybe. <laughs> well, people could argue that, um, I think it was the Dream Lord episode. That was, yeah. like, meant to be an amalgamation of the Doctor's darker side. I watched that recently, and it did just sort of confuse me a bit. Yeah. Like, I feel like it was yeah. just very brushed over at the end. Like, oh, it was me. Yeah. Like, for my boyfriend, who is watching it in order and is not, like, he doesn't know everything about it. He just sort of looked at me like, what? what? <laughs> so it, it wasn't done the best it could have been. No. I love the episode, don't get me wrong. But it was oh, no, a great episode. Whacker! It, it was a good episode. Like, by the time watching that, when it aired, I, I literally thought that was a master. Like, Matt Smith has a master now. Like, it's him. That's, yeah, that's what that's what Jack thought. He thought that it was a master and then it wasn't. Yeah, I was just a bit disappointed, actually. Um, at the end, because they kind of skipped him for the master, didn't they? Um, Matt, um, um, which he, he had lots going on anyway, so he didn't really need the master, but um, yeah, he, he didn't get a master. But but Missy was alluded to in his season, 
Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, the phone. Yeah, call. because um, she set up Clara and the Doctor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah or something like that. The bells of Saint John, wasn't it? On, on the phone yeah. Call. And yeah. He didn't, he's wearing the monk outfit. Hmm. Um, which, it was interesting they'd done that. Um, from Matt, so he briefly did, but um, I would like him to see like, like how how do you guys feel about if Doctor Who was on maybe Disney Plus or something in the future? I mean, there's a lot of rubbish on Disney Plus. Like, mm. I went downstairs today my brother was watching a show about Australian hitmen and I was like what is this and he said it's Disney plus but then I watched Bluey on Disney plus which is a kids cartoon <laughs> so there's a very wide range of things on Disney oh yeah plus. yeah there's, there's a lot that going on there because when they first launched Disney plus it was like strictly just Disney content and stuff like that but I think they quickly realized it wasn't enough because I remember paying for it on the first month it was released and I just got bored straight away I was like there's nothing on here and then they just added so much to it. Yeah, like the Rocky Horror Picture Show's on there. That doesn't belong on Disney. Yeah, Not at all. they got horror no. things on there. Yeah. <laughs> like things that you normally have on Netflix or something. That's the thing. It's becoming the new Netflix. It's pretty much got everything and the kitchen sink on there for you to watch. So yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to it. It would mean that I wouldn't have to sign into BBC iPlayer. Mm. I'm I'm okay with it purely on the fact that I think anything that brings more views and money to Doctor Who is always going to be a great thing and I think it being on Disney Plus is what that's going to do that yeah. is true but will people watch watch it if it's behind a paywall I know quite a few people who wouldn't in the UK no but America doesn't have their BBC iPlayer oh that's true that is true but Disney Plus is really advantageous for people in other countries like mm. there are so many countries that watch Doctor Who now and I think it being on Disney Plus is going to make it really accessible to them. That's true. I didn't think of that. I'm a selfish English person. Yeah. yeah. I, I think they'll still keep it on BBC iPlayer and we won't have to pay for it because, you know, it comes from our country. Why should we? Yeah. <laughs> but I think it probably is being done purely to benefit countries like America because I think when Matt Smith became the Doctor, it Doctor really hit big in America. And I noticed, like, the, the toys and stuff really started to skyrocket. I think financially, when Matt was the Doctor, it was probably their best run. Yeah, no, I have I have American Doctor Who friends who are very much Matt Smith, Matt Smith. Yeah. 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 Well, like, I, I speak to a few people from America and they say how hard it is to watch Doctor Who. Like, like so, so some people have to find, like, just sites that you wouldn't normally watch Doctor Who on and, and, and try and find it, which it, I think Disney Plus would offer that like yeah. which Disney Plus is more of an American thing, isn't it? Where like on there and, and you have shows from America on there. Um and it it would be good for Doctor Who as well because you could possibly get more potential side shows on there as well for, for, yeah. do, for Doctor yeah. Who. Well Russell did say in a statement that he thinks Doctor Who should have its own like multiverse, like we should be having these expanded universe stories like Big Finish explores, but for, like actual screen instead of audio. Yeah. That would be cool. That that would be good. So like you could have like what if they did something in the 60th where like Donna no longer travelled, they could just do a story on Donna. But the only thing you can do in Doctor Who is um you could go bring on River back, bring River back. <laughs> yeah, even what you see what uh, an alternative. River story or something. Yeah, so much. It definitely opens a big door, and I think Russell's the person to do it because when he was running Doctor Who, he had these side shows like Torchwood and the Sarah Jane Adventures. He was covering all bases. Yeah, and it's just really when the show was shining because there were so many viewing avenues for people of all ages. Oh yeah, like Torchwood is not for children. Oh no, definitely not. No, no, it's not. No, I, definitely not. Like I, I watched it in like lockdown. So I watched it in lockdown. If yeah. I'd watched it any younger, I would not have been able to sleep. I, I never <laughs> it's watched that it. Simple. I didn't watch it when it aired. <laughs> I I remember being a kid. Oh and, no! And Torchwood was announced, and my mum was like, "Billy, they've just announced a new Doctor Who show. We should watch it." No. And I think like the second episode in, I remember my mum saying if you're old enough to watch this show no like the first episode was like that 
gasp or that I'm not going yeah, to this yeah. is a family friendly podcast <laughs> but you know what I mean no yeah I know, I know exactly what you mean like that's doesn't is that allowed yeah it's not some episodes were just like what it, it it was hard to watch wasn't it well countryside I couldn't watch it I had to turn it off halfway through because I was like no nah I saw, I saw, spoilers, I saw the dead bodies and was like, mm-hmm. and I turned it off because I can't deal with that. I remember um, in my head watching this show when I was younger, in the third season at the end when Jack makes that moral decision to, I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't watched it, he makes that moral decision to let someone live or die. Yes. I don't, yeah. In my head, I remember it differently as a kid. I remembered him letting letting them live. And I rewatched it recently, and I was like, "Any second now, he's gonna stop this." <laughs> no, nope. the person does. I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Yeah, this is traumatizing. Yeah, yes, it is. Yeah, yes. they they did it well, I guess, when it was on because like you you still tortured in Doctor Who with David Tennant, didn't you? And, and the people in there at the time, I didn't know who these people were because I, I never watched Tortured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's another thing my I talk about my boyfriend too much um that's another thing he's had when um when Gwen and Yanto were in uh thingy 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 yeah he was like uh who's that and I was like my babies and he had oh. no idea <laughs> yeah but um but I think like we haven't a lot of people about like merchandise and stuff from the 11th doctor I remember like I was in Tesco's all the time collecting little figures well all the time like when Matt Smith but as soon as Peter hits, I didn't really see much. I actually, when I was in Bristol, I picked these up. Hang on, Sophie's moved away. <laughs> I picked these up. Uh, they were little blind boxes. Uh, I got four of them and I got Oswin. Oh, it's, uh, the, it's like the Lego figures, I think. Yeah, and yeah. I, I got Matt Smith, so me. Oh, that's awesome. And I got a Cyberman and a Zygon as well. Oh, Let's talk about Doctor Who merch there. Continue. <laughs> That's yeah, really cool. yeah. Like I collected loads when I was little, and I don't know where they are now, but um, I still like. I think the now the thing now is like just collecting build a bear <laughs> at the moment because yeah, that, that's what they got going. But it, it, it a whole it, shelf full. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I have too much Doctor Who merch that's yeah. just been collected for. There's never too life. much. This is true. <laughs> yeah, I, I just remember hope I, it goes better, like for yeah. the next series. Well, I remember when I was younger, we had I, this because I'm really bad, but I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember Woolworths. Yeah, I, I remember yeah. Woolworths. They used to have like a massive Doctor Who section in there, and it was like my favorite thing to go there with my mum, buying that seven pound Doctor Who toy every week. Imagine. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Like, there's no, except from in London. Like, you got the Who shop, but I, I would love to go to it. I, I want to go to it. My God, me um, too. Yeah, I keep yeah. seeing videos about it. Yeah. I'd really like to visit. Yeah, I've never been, and, like, there's no, like, Doctor Who based shops near, really, where I live. Like, when I went on holiday, I did go, I bumped into a shop that had loads of Doctor Who stuff in it, and I kind of, knew when I bought the shop. Uh, <laughs> I did um, that. Um, but even if it's just little things, like, I, I bought a puzzle, I bought, like, a couple of mugs. Yeah. I did we, that one that went well, Wells of Wonder as well. Yeah. Uh, we had two really cool comic book stores near us that did a lot of Doctor Who merch. What they've re- uh, one of them's recently shut down and the other one's recently renovated and they don't sell anything Doctor Who related anymore. They used to have a massive Dalek that stood in the lobby and they no. just don't sell any of it anymore. Yeah. I'm... I joined the Doctor Who fandom at a weird time in terms of popularity like but i'd go into like these nerdy shops and there'd be like a little doctor who corner with like a spider and a broom and like nothing there and um, even when i went to forbidden planet like there was nothing and um, really? yeah no i went there there was like a tardis there was some oh. 13 figures and there was some comics that was pretty much it apart from like a t-shirt or two wow. and I was I was kind of like, oh, is this like not not a thing? Because this was when Jody was airing, so it was like, yeah. So I re- I really hope just for my consumerist self That's that so some sad. cool stuff comes out. 
Yeah. I don't for my bank account's sake, but no, that's so true. I do it at the same time. Because as soon as the Sonics announced, I want it. Yeah, no, you're right. I've got I've got a friend who's got a cup with like most of the Sonics that exist in it. And I was gonna go nick one from her, but I I didn't because I'm nice. Yeah, because in a way, it's annoying. Like, like you got David Tennant saying he's got a new Sonic, and in a way, it's annoying because you think, oh, you got to spend more money because he's got a new one. Why couldn't you just get the one he had before? <laughs> no, I hear that. I hear that. I don't even think it's going to be a proper one because, like, from the pictures I've seen, I think it's going to be something that's thrown together. And then I think Shooty's going to have his own one. And they're probably doing it just so they can release two different lines of toys. Yeah. Oh. More, my poor bank account more. yeah but i'm still gonna buy it oh yeah me too yeah yeah i've i, I just love collecting them like yeah. i just they're, they're nice it, it, like in a way it's like kind of a comfort toy isn't it like if you spend like autism and adhd like you just play with it if you're doing it even if you're not doing the video you just play with it make noises with it Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I um I went out and got a a plushie from a show that I watch, and I I am a whole adult, and I still find myself like <laughs> doing little bits from the show with it, and it's it's fun, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I can relate. I, I often walk over to my shelf and play with the things on there, even if I'm not doing a video, I play with the things on there. So it's something to fiddle about and distract my mind. Well, that's what they're for. Then, I'm, as much as they are pretty, they're not just there to sit yeah. there. I it's love nice, being a nice co- to play with them. Yeah, I love being a collector, but I don't get collectors who just let things sit behind glass and they never touch it. No, I couldn't. I could never. I I collected Monster High dolls when I was younger, and I had to take them out of the boxes because I was like, oh, the hair. Oh, it's so soft. I just want to brush it. Like I ended up brushing all of the like gel out of their hair, <laughs> which yeah. I shouldn't have done because they'd probably be worth a fortune now. But. Mm. That I I love them and I miss them. They're up in my attic. Maybe one day I'll get them down. Yeah. Oh bless. It's nice. It's, it's nice when you collect things, isn't it? Like, like as, as soon as K9 come out, I was in for him straight away. So it's just nice <laughs> to physically see, like, in your safe space, whether that's your room or whatever. In my opinion, anyway, it's really nice to see my little shelf up there with all my pops on it and like those little Lego figures. And then I've got like plushies on my bed. It's really nice to like see physical things that i'm interested in and have a love for that i can physically touch yeah that's, that is yeah. probably strange yeah that makes sense yeah i, I, I was just today like yesterday they announced some figures that they're releasing didn't they by um i think you got the eighth doctor some daleks and and uh, the tenth doctor yeah 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 yeah, yeah I, feel, I feel like some of them are a bit cop out either because it's like three of the same figure just wearing different clothes yeah. The yeah. 8th Doctor one I'm happy about because we don't have many 8th Doctor variants, but like the David Tennant one just feels so unnecessary because they probably like already exist. Like, yeah, yeah hundreds of David Tennant toys out there at the moment. Yeah, m- m- maybe that's a sign that maybe the 8th Doctor's involved in the 6th, just maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, people have been maybe. saying that. Who knows? Maybe because, like, why, why the 8th Doctor? Why not? Why those just the 10th and the 8th? What's wrong with the other doctors? <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> what have they done? Yeah, what have they done? Like, like, I, I have, I probably have a temp doctor figure somewhere. Like years ago, um, like they, I, I guess the eighth doctor doesn't get as much. It's good they're doing the eighth doctor though. Yeah, underrated. I like the eighth doctor. Definitely. Yeah, no, he's he's good. He he deserved more. He do. But then again, again with Disney Plus, they could do things like that. They could go back and do like a makeshift series for him. Yeah, like like how Marvel has all these spin-offs, like you're talking about like a multiverse. Like yeah. that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah, like like Marvel do like phrase one, two, three, four, and they could do something like that for Doctor Who or something. And um, then we had like WandaVision and like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like that could that could be like translated for Doctor Who. Which would be really cool because, like, more content, yay! Yeah, yeah. I, I would absolutely love to see mini series on Disney Plus where it takes place in different periods of Doctor Who. Oh, that would be, be so cool. Yeah, yeah. especially because they they've started to, no disrespect to the original actors, but they've started to recast some of like the the older Doctors. Like David Bradley plays the first Doctor. I'd love to see him have like some episodes of his own. 
yeah, it was nice to see him in Twice Upon a Time, like, yeah. actually do something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she, he, he's a great actor as well. Like, he's, he's, on, he's on so many things. Yeah, very good actor. Yeah, yeah. he's good. Yeah. Like, I could see... It'd be good because, like, you only have Doctor Who, like, once a year, one series a year, and then you have someone else maybe on Disney Plus that's got to keep you occupied throughout the year. Um, so exactly. yeah, exactly. While we're waiting for the main series, we can binge. Yeah, it would keep extensions. people watching. I have the issue with object permanence. It's like if something is not currently happening, I forget yeah. it exists. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that would really help with like keeping in with the universe and keeping up with everything, so I don't yeah. fall behind because I'm prone to that. Definitely. You can have a series called Meta Crisis. Have a series called Meta Meta Crisis, and then you like the origins of the Meta Crisis. What it is, how how we know how it happened, but like, why did it happen? Like, was it fate? Oh, you could just have stuff, different stuff like that. I'm now picturing a really cheesy rom com series (laughs) with with the Meta Crisis Doctor and Rose in their universe for some reason. Yeah, they get married, and then that they have a kid called Doctor. <laughs> you could just imagine that, that you know, like if they did have a kid, they just call it Doctor. <laughs> Bit of a cough out. Yeah, though like, I guess, or, or David. They could just call it David. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it's a boy, if it's a boy, that is. If it's a girl, they should call it Donna. That's my opinion, oh, and yeah. that's what yeah, we're sticking with. Really yeah, they got her, haven't they? Um, yeah. Yeah, because I, I think, think that's what they've done for the 60th, haven't they? Yeah, I think that's going to yes. be the explanation for um, uh, the Rose character in the 60th. I, I think we're going to get like a bit of storyline where it shows that, that them being younger and Wilf is probably, or, or whoever is telling them a story, like this, like bedtime stories about the Doctor and Rose. And she's probably going to think, oh, I love that. Oh, 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 oh I'd love that. Oh. In the fields. <laughs> in yeah. the fields. Oh, I've got, I've got, we've got to see. I really hope. With him in that field, you know, like yeah. Wilfred just like it could be a good story of Rose growing up, you know, yeah, like, and getting older to about it's about eighteen, isn't it? Like the same age that Billy Piper was when she was like her character Rose and Doctor yeah. first Ed. But it's gonna be it's gonna be lots of exciting stuff. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Lots of exciting stuff. So, guys, it's been it's been great speaking to you to, to you again. Uh, it's, been, it's been really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you for having yeah. us back. Yeah. I don't think we need to do like quotes this time, but really because we're, we've kind of we've done that last time, didn't we? But um, yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. do, you, do you guys want to say anything else, like to finish or anything? Um. Just. I mean, like, thank you for having me. It's been really lovely to sit here and talk about Doctor Who twice with some lovely people. Um, very excited to maybe do this again. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, likewise, thank you for having me. Um, I know our country's in a bit of a rut right now, but hopefully, when things like this return, we'll have our escapism back, and it'll be as beautiful as we remember it. Yeah. Oh, that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. And like, we'll, we'll definitely do this again because um, it, it's been good fun and like. Hopefully things do improve, like, like you say, Billy and stuff. And like, look, look for fingers crossed to when uh, we we can watch the the, the show we love again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, prior to sixtieth and century special, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you guys. It's been it's been great fun. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you.